0: Welcome once again to Life Changers International Church. And don't ever forget these six words. I'm never going to forget them. I'm not going to let you ever forget them. I have a covenant with God. I want you to say that out loud again. I have a covenant with God. I have a covenant with God, an unbreakable promise, an unbreakable oath, an unbreakable relationship with him because of the blood of Jesus. So listen, today I want to continue to learn how Jesus breaks the generational curses and how we can truly walk in our rights, your legal rights as a blood covenant partner with God. You see, when we don't understand our covenant rights and how to enforce them, then we end up in unnecessary spiritual warfare. We don't have to battle such things as financial attacks, emotional trauma and oppression, physical attacks, relationship issues, abuse and addictions, destroyed families, business failures, church failures. We don't have to live in these things. We can overcome them. We can truly walk in victory over these things. Now, watch this. According to Deuteronomy 23, verse five, it says God would not allow the enemy to turn a curse on his people. But instead, he turned the curse into a blessing. He said, I will turn the curse into a blessing because of my love for you. He will turn the curse into a blessing because of his love for us. Now, watch this. What did he do? He turned the curse into a blessing. Oh, Nehemiah, chapter 13, verse two also says it. But our God turned the curse into a blessing. What did he do? He turned the curse into a blessing. Why did he do it? because he loves us, according to Malachi one, verse two. What did he do? He turned the curse into a blessing. Why did he do it? Because he loves us. How did he do it through the blood covenant of Jesus? Now, listen to this powerful verse Galatians, Chapter three, verse 12 and 13. For as many as are the works of the law, as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, cursed is everyone that does not continue in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But woo! thank God for this word. But but Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Wow. Jesus took the curse for us and gave the blessing to us. What an exchange. The curse is to be limited to be defeated continually. The blessing is to win continually, to live in victory continually, to be seated with Christ in heavenly places. Now, remember, as we talked about last time, there are seven categories of curses that Jesus redeemed us from. Let me read them to you. Number one, sickness and disease. All of this is found in Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight all of these categories of curses. Number one, sickness and disease and all problems in life fall under one of these categories of curses. All the evil in this world are because of man's sin and the judgment that or the payment. You either got to pay with sickness and disease or you can pay with the blood of Jesus. I'm taking the blood every time. Number one the curse involves sickness, disease, cancers of all kinds. Number two, the curse involves or creates mental illness, emotional problems. Number three, the curse includes family and home destruction, according to to Deuteronomy, Chapter 28. Number four, the curse includes poverty or causes poverty, according to Deuteronomy Chapter 28 as well. Number five, the curse causes terrorism and enemies to have no mercy on its victims. Number six, the curse causes failure and defeat. And number seven, the curse causes doubt and fear. All of these things are written as the curses of Adam and Eve's sin. Now, the opposite of these curses also fall under seven categories. And these seven blessings and every blessing God wants to give you is encapsulated in one of these seven blessings and all the blessings of God are yours in Christ Jesus, the opposite of the curses. So we need to know what we're delivered from and we need we need to know what we're delivered to and what we can start expecting in our lives. Let me go over them with you. Number one. We can expect through the blood of Jesus, a covenant of health and healing. First Peter, chapter two, verse 24, by his stripes, we were healed. Health and healing, physical, manifested, miraculous healings, miraculous health. Now, there are all sorts of wisdom, ideas that are um, some form of wisdom to maintain good health and we need to live in the practical wisdom of God as well. But we need to know that through the blood of Jesus, we have the covenant right to be healed and made whole. Number one, we are we have supernatural health and healing covenant promise. Number two, mental health and emotional well-being. You know, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5 says, The chastisement for our peace fell upon him on the cross, and by his stripes we're healed. The chastisement for our peace. He took the chastisement so that we could have peace. This is the Hebrew word Tanakh. Tanakh. It actually is translated as the word whole, W H O L E, to make peace. P e a c e to make peace, to restore, to fulfill, to repay, to be at peace with. These are the words and these are the definitions, the literal Hebrew definitions of this word. Soundness in body, in mind, welfare, health, peace, friendship, tranquility, contentment, safety, soundness, to be at peace, to have quiet, tranquility. This is mental and emotional health and well-being. This is your covenant right because of the blood of Jesus. Number three, we have the covenant right to be saved and to have saved happy, healthy families, to have saved, happy, healthy families. Deuteronomy twenty eight verse four says, blessed shall be the fruit of your body. That's your children. That's your family. Acts 16, verse thirty one. Paul says you to remember to the Philippian jailer, you and your whole household shall be saved. You and your whole household shall be saved. That is a covenant promise through the blood of Jesus. And that word saved there, it means to bring safely cured to ensure salvation, to get well, to be made well, to be preserved, to be recovered, to restore, to save, to be saved. This is the promise. Covenant promise for you and your entire family's salvation. Woo! And their wholeness and wellness and the dysfunction of your family healed. Now there's some always some healthy dysfunction in our families, but I'm talking about unhealthy dysfunction. And we we have the covenant right to be delivered from it, to be saved from it. Amen. Number four, we have the covenant right to abundance and prosperity in Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight, verse eight. He says the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and listen to this and in all to which you set your hand to and he will bless you. And verse 11, and it says, and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers. You know, it is spiritually criminal not to teach people that we are blessed with all of these blessings because of the blood of Jesus. It's a dereliction of duty for us as preachers to try to tell you that you have to earn these blessings when they have already been purchased for you through the blood of Jesus. And all we need to do is activate these blessings. Now, we'll get into that as well. But let me get to number five. This covenant promise of all your enemies will be afraid of you because one of the curses is terrorism. So the blessing is that you. The blessing is that all your enemies, all your enemies will be afraid of you, but Terror, terror itself, terror or fear. Terror will be terrified by you. Terror will be terrified by you. Verse 10 says, then all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. Terror is terrorized by you. The Bible says submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. We have the blessing of our enemies fleeing, of terrorism being terrorized by our mere presence. I just prophesy, proclaim over you that you bring terror to terrorism. Terrorism is terrorized by you in the name of Jesus. I don't mean to make light of something so serious, but we have to understand our covenant rights. And one of our covenant rights is that that stuff is going to be afraid of us rather than us being afraid of it. Number six, we have the covenant right to a lifetime of victory and a lifetime of wins. Deuteronomy 28, verse 13 says, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. You know, he says you shall be above only and not beneath. He says only there for a reason. We, we need to only expect wins, only expect victories, only expect that we'll be above and not beneath. I know that there are temporary losses and we have at times fail. Of course, we all do. But we're delivered from the curse of it. We don't have to have a pattern of it. It doesn't have to be a part of our everyday lives. But winning and victory are your covenant right through the blood of Jesus. And number seven, assurance, confidence and faith. There will be no doubt about God's blessing in your life. Assurance. We can have assurance. Faith is the assurance and faith has been given to us as a gift through the blood of Jesus. Assurance and confidence and faith. There will be no doubt about the blessing that is your covenant right. Deuteronomy twenty eight, verse three says, blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Blessed shall be the produce of your ground. Blessed shall be the increase of your herds. Blessed shall be your cattle and your offspring and your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Verse six is blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. That is a life time of assurance of the blessings of God in your life. Confidence in the covenant rights, let us therefore come with confidence to the throne of God by the blood of Jesus, having therefore confidence to enter the holiest place. Hebrews chapter 10 tells us we get to enter the holiest place by the blood of Jesus. And number seven. As I said, number well, beside. in addition, I got some bonuses for you now, in addition, to those seven blessings we have victory without a fight we can have victory without a fight it's your covenant right to have victory without a fight deuteronomy 28 verse 7 says the lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face they shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways that is victory without a fight all that's left for us to do is acknowledge, to praise, to give thanks, to acknowledge that these are our covenant rights. You have the covenant right to more than enough. You know, I love what he says here in Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight and verse eight. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all that you set your hand to notice he says storehouses. In other words, it's plural. It's more than enough. God is the God of more than enough because he has such a bigger and greater purpose for your life than just having enough for yourself. His purpose is to fill your storehouses. You say, this is crazy. This is this is reckless. This is making promises that you can't keep. I'm not making the promises. I'm just reading to you the promises that have already been made for us in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians Chapter one, verse 20 says for all the promises of God in Christ are. Yes. and With us is the amen. You know, in addition to all of these covenant rights in case any are left out of those 7 he's given us even these additional things according to Genesis chapter 24 verse 1 now the lord had blessed abraham in all things in galatians 3:29 if we belong to christ we're abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise wow god blessed abraham in all things and made the same promise to us simply because we are born again and we are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8 32 says, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things. Now, let me say something very important right now. It sounds like I'm making a list of all these grand, great blessings, and we have nothing to do to earn them. They are all gifts from God. It may sound like I'm saying that because I am saying that. And the reason why this is so important for you to realize is because these blessings that are yours and mine in Christ, when we believe and when we accept these as free gifts from God by his grace, we are giving glory to what Jesus did on the cross. When we think we have to earn these things and keep them and protect them, make sure that we don't do anything wrong so that we don't lose any of these blessings. We're giving glory to ourselves. But when we accept them as the free gifts of God, we're giving glory to Jesus and what he did on the cross. You know, his blessings don't end with the list I gave you. There's so much. It's endless, really, because it's going to be into eternity. But there is another divine. Blood right that you have through the blood of Jesus, it is divine protection, divine protection in a time of great fear. Exodus chapter 12, verse 13 tells us that Jesus or God said, when I see the blood over your doorposts, the plague of death will pass over your house. In Isaiah 54, verse 17 says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. What a beautiful promise, he says, in every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servant, the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. You see, when you realize your righteousness is a gift from God, you can now walk in peace and victory over every weapon formed against you. There will be weapons formed against you. But God promises for the righteous in Christ. No weapon that is formed against you will prosper. It will not reach its intended end. it will not reach its intended goal. That's what it means to prosper. So if no weapons going to prosper, it means no weapon is going to reach its intended goal in your life. God will intercept it. He'll turn it into something good in the name of Jesus. Now, how do we activate these blessings? How do we activate these covenant rights? We can't earn them. We can't deserve them. We can't work for them. We can't trade for them. God puts them into existence through the blood of Jesus, but we put him put them into activation. We activate the blessing with our tongue. Number one, we activate the blessing with our tongue. Proverbs 1821 death and life are in the authority of the tongue or the power of the tongue. It's the same word authority or power. Matthew, Chapter 18, verse 19. Jesus said, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. In other words, heaven will back you up. Whatever you bind, whatever you that word bind means to forbid, whatever you forbid. I forbid these curses in my life. I forbid fear. I forbid anxiety to control me. I forbid depression. I forget. I forbid it's I forbid it. That's what it means to bind something. I forbid being broke. I forbid being sick. I forbid cancer from growing in my body and I curse it and I command it to shrink in Jesus name. We have that power. The blood of Jesus has given us this power. We're simply activating it with our words that Jesus said we have the power to do whatever we bind on Earth, whatever we forbid on Earth, heaven will back us up. Whatever we permit on earth, heaven will back us up. Romans ten nine continues to confirm this. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Notice we didn't make Jesus Lord. The father made Jesus Lord. We didn't raise him from the dead. The father raised Jesus from the dead. The Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. We're simply getting our confession in alignment and congruent congruent with what already has happened. He's already risen from the dead. We're just accepting that he's already Lord. We're just agreeing with that. So we need to learn to use our tongue to activate the blessing. We need to use our seed and our giving to activate the blessing. You know, we're redeemed from the curse and God does not demand us to tithe. God does not say that if you don't tithe, you're going to be cursed, not in the new covenant. We're going to be blessed because of the blood of Jesus. But when we put God first, when we give, when we plant seed, we're activating the blessing. The Bible says that blessing that pours out of heaven is not just it's not money coming back to us. It's insights. It's concepts. It's ideas. You know, God's going to give you a supernatural idea. He's going to give you insight into your business, into life. He's going to give you concepts. You know, true wealth and opportunity comes to the problem solvers of this world. And when God gives us insights and concepts and ideas, we become the problem solvers. We have insight into helping solve problems. We have we get concepts from heaven to help solve problems. We get ideas from heaven to help solve problems. Most of the greatest discoveries that have ever existed in this earth, in this world, in human history have come from people that put God first in their lives. And they, as a result, received insights, concepts, ideas. We activate the blessings through our words, we activate the blessings through our seeds, we activate the blessings through celebrating communion. Is this not the cup? First Corinthians 10 verse 16 says, is this not the cup of blessing, the blood of Jesus? The cup of blessing is the blood of Jesus. When we take I want to encourage everyone connecting here right now that you can take communion every time your church takes communion, you should take it with them. But don't just limit communion to with your church, take communion, take some bread and take the wine or the grape juice and have communion with your family. Take. The blood and take the bread have communion between you and God. Take his body and take his blood and have communion both in your own prayer time and in your family prayer time and in your church prayer time or communion time. There's so much power. I can't tell you how many miracles I've heard that people have experienced because they took communion expecting the blessing to manifest in their lives, speaking it, sowing seeds towards it or sowing seeds as a response to it, to activating and taking communion. <sighs> power, power, power in the blood of Jesus. I want to pray for you. If you have never received Jesus into your life, come on, let's pray together. And let's activate the most important blessing of all is the gift of salvation. And how do we activate it? The Bible says for anyone who confesses Jesus is Lord, believes in his heart, God raised him from the dead. You're saved. Come on, let's believe that together. Let's declare that together. Just say this out loud with me. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for my sin and rose from the dead. Jesus is Lord. Father, you made Jesus Lord, I agree with you. Just say that out loud. Father, you made Jesus. Lord, I agree with you. In Jesus name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, believe me, it worked. God answered. You're in his family now. Get my book, The Power of a New Life. This is the next step. These are the next steps on this journey with God. Come on. You can download this anywhere in the world for free. It's my gift to you and it will show you what you just experienced and what the next steps are. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. And for all of us, let's activate these covenant rights. I want you to say in the name of Jesus, just say this out loud. In the name of Jesus, I activate the blessings of the blood covenant. Say it out loud. I activate my health and my healing. Come on, say it. I activate my mental health my emotional well-being in Jesus name. I activate the blessing of my family's salvation, my family being whole, my family being happy, my family being healthy in the name of Jesus. I activate abundance and God's provision and prosperity through the blood of Jesus. I activate that I will terrorize terrorism that terrorism will not terrorize me and my loved ones, but it will run from me and my loved ones. In Jesus name, terror is running from me. I'm not running from it. It's running from me in the name of Jesus. I want you to say this. Say, I activate the blessing of a lifetime of victory a lifetime of wins. And I activate the blessing of confidence, assurance that well, that where there is no doubt in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. God love you. And so do I can't wait to see you at Our next service. Make sure to contact us if you need anything. Make sure to download the book The Power of a New Life. Absolutely free my gift to you. Can't wait to see you next time we come together. God bless.